Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Beach and Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. I hope the noise doesn't bother you. Right directly to the side of the room I'm in is my neighbor's house. Not not that close, but there's a yard in between. And my neighbor is having some trees uh, taken down. So uh, the machinery, which is uh, very large, I don't have a window facing that way in this, in this room. Uh, but it sounds like uh, one of those giant machines uh, Bernie, you saw it. Uh, is it is it a machine that that uh, they go up in and then they cut it? What is it? What does it look like for a machine? Yeah, they have a couple buckets going up high into the trees, and then a bunch of chainsaws and a lot of stuff here. There's like five huge vehicles in our next door neighbor's yard. Okay, I'm going to uh, I'm going to pretend that I'm uh, like uh, Johnny Appleseed. You know where I'm planting trees, and if they take down five trees, I'll plant five trees. Right while they're here, you know, and I'll put them right in the spot the other trees were, even though it's my neighbor's lawn. He doesn't know it. He's he's new. See, what can I tell you? I always worry about trees falling. I was thinking of going out there and saying, hey, um, he also wanted you to cut these (laughs) because a tree service is fairly expensive. You ever have any trees done, Tony? No, but uh, I am going to take it upon myself to do some uh, trimming this year, talking with my neighbor. And, you know, we got trees that are going right along, uh, you know, splitting our our properties. And we discussed that uh, we should trim them. You know, my neighbors are very good. Constantly, you know, we want to check with you. And I said, you know what? I've had the same thought. Let's do it. So later good. on this fall, we're going to do some uh, taking down some big branches. Good. I've had trees done uh, after the October surprise. A lot of the trees had snapped off huge branches, but way up, and they hadn't fallen yet. And I didn't want them to fall on my head and go boom. Uh, So I had tree work done, uh, and just even that, even trimming, uh, fairly expensive, but something might have to do. Uh, You know what? Maybe, why don't I do this? Why don't I uh, go and buy a case of beer Mm -hmm. and uh, put it on a rope and tie it to the top of one of the trees I want down? And say, hey guys, look at that! Look at that! 
it's a case of beer. It's the new beer tree. And they'll say, yes, we'd like to have some, but we don't want to have to climb up there. Let's just chop it down. See, I think that would work. What do you think? I think so. You're All right. right. See, I'm, I'm a problem solver. I can tell you that. Okay, some up, update, upgrade, up, new, upgrade news on the new Sandy Beach Facebook page. It's not the original Sandy Beach Facebook page. That's the Entercom page. I'm sure that, uh, let's see, on Friday, Thursday at 9.01, they'll take that down. Uh, but the new one, the new Sandy Beach Facebook page, we put a, a couple of things of note. Picture of me and Ella. There are very few pictures of Ella. You heard me talk to Buzzy yesterday and instruct him to give Ella the hotline number because uh, she deserves it. She gets a golden hotline number. Uh, she's a regular caller. And so one time she showed up in the lobby uh, with an apple pie. Uh, one of her neighbors drove her here, and she brought an apple pie, and it was so sweet of her that we're putting her picture up on the uh, new Sandy Beach Facebook page. Uh, let's see, we're going to do something else. Oh, yeah, Dan Nevereth likes to brag. You know, he, I, I do this, I do that, I'm in five halls of fame, blah, 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 blah. Okay? Well, one of the things he likes to blah, blah, blah about is fake. And I'm going to show you it's fake. He has a, a picture, it's a, it's a video, right? A video of him dancing on stage with The Temptations. Okay, let me tell you. If you look at it, you'll see it's photoshopped. It's fake. He's, he's posted it, and it's fake. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is there is also a picture of me dancing with the Temptations that is real. I danced with them at, uh, in Milwaukee uh, when the, during the uh, State Fair of Milwaukee, uh, and I danced with them. I embarrassed myself and them, <laughs> but I tried. And uh, so the real deal is me. I'm, I'm not that light on my feet, uh, but uh, at least I did it. I gave it a try. And so you'll see me. I'm wearing, what, a red jacket? Yeah, I'm wearing a red jacket. Uh, now, his looks good because it's not him dancing. This is me uh, dancing. So that's that. Can you imagine trying to worm your way into people's hearts by photoshopping your dancing ability? I, I just don't get that's that. That's just terrible. That's absolutely really terrible. That, that's uh, that's uh, that's a slap in the face. I was going to mention that I ate crunch rolls for dinner last night, but since Danny did that, I'm not going to mention that I had back. a delicious steak and cheese take crunch roll. Take them back. Absolutely. What flavor? Uh, steak and cheese. Oh, steak and cheese. Yeah. Here's what you do to show him. Don't take them back to the store. Bring them over to my house okay. <laughs> and, and, and leave them here. And we'll, we'll dispose of them on our properly. own way. Yes. yes. Properly by eating them. Yes. Okay? Let's take a break, and then we'll return on News Radio 930 WBEN. Well, you won't hear him today. I think he's on vacation, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, Buzzy Beamer uh, will be taking his place this week. Is that true, Buzz? Yes. Three to seven all week. And for Tom Bowerly. How did it go yesterday? I think it was a good show, obviously, uh, <laughs> but a uh, lot of interaction from the uh, listeners and can't wait to do it again today. How many, uh, uh, the over and under on how many people called you Tom? No one called me Tom yesterday. 
I oh, did have a good. few buzzies, but no Tom. You got some buzzies, but no Tom. Well, that's good. <laughs> because usually uh, when somebody goes on vacation, they call you by the guy whose name is on this show. Well, it so was that... my second day in a row filling in since I did Friday. So oh, okay. maybe people are just getting used for the week. So that's good. Uh, absolutely. Now, uh, I'm asking some questions. Should they just give up on ba- uh, trying to get baseball played? I mean, that's one of our questions today, but I'm asking you two guys. It seems like, you know, with all of the interaction you need from baseball itself, the game itself doesn't have that much interaction. However, to play the game, you need coaches, uh, you, need man- you need a manager, you need pitchers and catchers and all that. It seems like it's not a simple thing to cover. Uh, to make sure nobody has uh, has tested positive for the virus. Um, you know, I wish – obviously the biased fan of me wants there to be baseball this season, and I hope they continue. I've had a lot of fun watching the first four games, even though the Mets played awfully in two of them. Didn't uh, they get killed yesterday? No, they, they rebounded yesterday after getting killed on Sunday. Oh, okay. A uh, good win in Boston yesterday. Uh, but, you know, if we keep seeing this outbreak – remember, it started with one team, and now you've got three games today again canceled after two yesterday. Uh, I mean, eventually it's going to get to a point where there's not going to be enough teams. I mean, look at the bubbles in Florida. Florida's a hot spot, but the NBA bubble has been great. And the MLS, after a rough start where they had to kick two teams out, has been great. I think the issue with MLB is they wanted to keep it in their home stadiums. And I hope the NFL is uh, paying attention because as long as people are traveling around, if that one team has an issue and they go from clubhouse to clubhouse, it's not going to be long before the season's over. There's something I don't understand about this. And yeah. I'm hoping that you guys could uh, clear this up for me. All right. Go now, ahead. I'm an, I'm an expert on baseball. Go ahead. You are. <laughs> Let's see. All right. We have these uh, Major League Baseball teams, and we have players that are contacting COVID, coming down with COVID, testing positive. Now, they have access to all the best of everything, masks, uh, trainers, you know, you name it. They know about social distancing. They know about all the things that they have to do. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. They go into camp. They get sick. Now, how long have they been together uh, in, when they started practicing, Joe? This is the third week. Summer camp third is two week. weeks, okay. and now the season. Little League Baseball travel teams have been traveling all over the place, and I asked a bunch of parents that I know that their kids are in travel softball, travel baseball. They're playing in Pennsylvania. They played in Ohio. I asked, has anyone gotten sick? Has any player, coach, or parent contacted COVID? Not a single one. So how is it that the Little Leagues could do it right, but the professionals can't who have all the money in the world? Exactly. And have had and get tested every other day. Right. They, they, they have been told what to do. They've been given all of this stuff to stay apart. They have their masks on when they're close to other players. We saw an ump and manager get into a fight where they both put their mask on before, well, getting into the verbal altercation. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting. And, and by the way. The third game that was canceled was because of weather, so that was a little misleading on the scoreboard. Uh, But we'll see. You know, if the Philadelphia Phillies tests come back and it's not as bad as it was on the Marlins, the team they just played, I think we're going to be okay, and and this was a little bit of overreaction. But, Sandy, did you notice just how giddy some of the media got when this story broke yesterday? Yeah, uh, the thing that scares me is we have to remember, not everybody dies that gets it. But somebody does. And uh, it's a matter of, 
Are you going to are you going to roll the dice that some member of your team, whether it's uh, in in uniform, out of uniform, whatever, is going to die from it? And is that what it's going to take to say? No, we'll have to wait or we'll have to cancel the season. Well, I, uh, I think anyone who's in a high risk for on, on a baseball team, saying one of the coaches or maybe even one of the players, uh, is not playing or coaching this season. So I, I think that is one of the positives is I don't think anyone that would be in that high risk group is with either of the teams. But what you got to oh, ask yourself yeah. is how are they getting sick? If they're going through all of these precautions – how are they still getting sick? Uh, are they going places without their masks? Are they bringing in people who should not be around them during all of this? Joe and I talk all the time. Athletes are famous for having um, side girls uh, in different cities. So are they doing that? Are they going out to uh, crowded bars or whatnot? How is it that they're getting sick? That's a good point. And so, by the way, so, overseas. Like they got more coverage than the average bear. Overseas, the Premier League. Uh, went stadium to stadium. They did not have an outbreak. The Korean baseball organization that just started letting fans back in has been going stadium to stadium. They didn't have an outbreak. So I, I think Tony might be right right on where it's letting people that are not quarantined with the team uh, maybe come visit. And well, all it takes is one. Put, let's put it this way. God help them if somebody dies from it. Because then we'll have all of the hand-wringing of it's only a game yeah, we love the game, but it's only a game, and, and uh, we, we, uh, we t- did the best we could, but uh, we were outsmarted, and that's that. Uh, I don't know. I hope that never happens, but if it does, there'll, there'll be a great national uh, crepe hanging, I think, for this. All right, outside of that fun subject, uh, what's new with you guys? <laughs> Not that much. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I'm having to deal with, and it gets worse and worse as time is Puberty? going on. But no, okay. dealing not with yours, my... <laughs> not yours, your son's. Yeah, that's another story. Okay, we're. we're I'm going to need some advice on that one, Sandy. Okay, get during the breaks, you're going to have to help me. No, get it's dealing. Get, get him a razor without a light on it. I can. That's my advice. But, Dad, okay. when do I start shaving? <laughs> yeah, when you get a mustache and beard, Nick. Um, it's dealing with the boredom of the kids and. I don't know how many other people are like this. Jeannie and I are having disagreements. She doesn't feel uh, comfortable enough to let the kids go out and play with other kids because her mother has pre-existing condition, which is understandable. We, you know, we don't want to uh, threaten. So I understand that, and I'm gonna I go along with it. But we're dealing with uh, mental things with our kids and how we get them. Not to be bored, uh, missing their friends. I, they're missing a lot of interaction uh, well, that I think is dangerous. Well, uh, do what my mother does. Anytime I would say to her, Ma, I am bored, she'd say, do you want me to rent a clown? I have used that line. <laughs> All right. Uh, meanwhile, let's go to the hotline. Uh, some pretender is on the lot, uh, hotline, Dan Nevereth. Five-time Hall of Famer Dan. Hi, I'm here. Uh, Dan, uh, you, did you see that picture of me on my new webpage? Me actually dancing with the Temptations. Yeah. Okay. All right. Listen, I, I have to defend myself, and I have a question to ask of you. This is very important. Now, some time ago, you asked me to be a participant in your wedding. All right. Yes. I like you. I, I like you a little bit. I love Bernadette. She's a terrific person. Okay. She is great, yes. I'm worried. I, you know, I received, 
Is the wedding still on? I mean, are oh. you still gonna? Ha- are you getting married? Oh, the wedding is on. Uh, we got the cake, or we paid for the cake already. Uh, we've sent out the invitations, uh, the flowers, uh, everything's all set. And the only thing missing is you. Okay. Now here's the problem, and 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 you better check into this. This is really critical. I received the invitation, and Bernadette is marrying some guy named Donald. Well, you know, she is. Uh, it's not. Exa- she's not exactly marrying me. She's marrying my civilian version of me. Oh. Uh, the, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's it. Wait a minute. You're, you're going to reveal that your real name is Donald Humperdinck? Yeah, well, that, that that's it. Duck is my last name, and that's the embarrassing part. Oh. <laughs> that's why I didn't use it on the radio. Who'd believe that? Donald Duck. Yeah, yeah. And, and Penny Wolfgang, we had to straighten her out, too. And uh, she's a tough lady. <laughs> uh, all you have to do is hand me the ring. That's all you have to do. So don't drop it. Don't lose it. Uh, you don't have to say anything. Uh, he does have to say something. Oh, yeah, the toast. You're, you're, you're going to go, uh, that's what scares me the most. You have to present the toast. Now, the last time I got married, the toast was given by uh, Dick Robinson, who is the owner of the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. And his toast was fabulous. Now, I expect you to at least be that good. You know, I know you don't own a broadcasting chain of schools, but I'm sure you could you could fake your way through it, couldn't you? I'll try to make up something, and I, and I, I will be generous. <laughs> I won't tell the truth about you. I I will just I'll make up some wonderful things, and even though they're not true, I think that people will be impressed. Pretend you're talking about your son, the good son, Dan Nevereth Jr. Okay, the things you would say about him, say them about me. Okay. <laughs> I, I gotta run. <laughs> a lot of people mistake me for Dan Never Jr. I don't know how to tell you that, Dad. Uh, all right, I gotta run. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hang up on him, would you? Thank you. We'll be back with more after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is Beach and Company, and I'm Sandy Beach. Now, normally I would be nervous if the producer told me the government is on the hotline. However, the government in this case is a friend of all of ours, uh, Michael Caputo, uh, who is the assistant secretary to HHS Public Affairs. Michael Caputo, thanks for calling, Mike. 
Hey, Sandy, I, I wanted to call, you know, to congratulate you on your retirement. You know, uh, you've been such an impact on my family's life over the years. And everything you did uh, to bring me into radio, I'm never going to forget it. I just wanted to say thank you. Well, thank you very much. The only question I have with you, Michael, is that the other people in Washington in government who have the same position you do are all hot babes. I mean, look at the State Department has a hot babe. The president has a super hot babe. And HHS has you. Nothing wrong with your ability, but not quite up there with those hot babes. Yeah, I'm not at all. I, I have lost 50 pounds. Uh, have you really? I, I have, yeah. It, uh, I was on, the, as you know, I was on the Bob Mueller diet for a long time, with <laughs> staying up late and eating bad food. So I, I've lost some weight, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing my best, but it is really hard to, to keep up with these much better-looking people, I'll tell you. Explain uh, something that uh, I think a lot of people would be interested in. That is the seat of power, Washington, D.C., how now? You, of course, you were involved with it before, so this isn't your first rodeo. But what's it like working in that environment every day of absolute power? Well, I'll tell you, it's humbling uh, for one thing. You know, Sandy, when all of us were, were hit by the coronavirus, you know, I, I was sitting on my, the edge of my couch in East Aurora with my wife and my kids watching the coronavirus task force press conferences trying to figure out how to keep my family safe watching the governor watching polling cars trying to figure out uh, what information was useful and then one day i got a call from the president and he asked me to come and help and direct the the media relations and the pub, you know the public relations for the coronavirus response and suddenly i was in washington again after being i had left a, a decade plus before and now I'm, I'm, you know, in the White House all the time. I meet with the president, the vice president, um, these coronavirus task force meetings. Oftentimes I'm there. I'm usually there at the press conferences afterward. It's, it's a humbling experience, but it's also really exhausting. It's, we're, we're, I'm working from 6 in the morning until 10 at night. I wow. work Saturdays and Sundays. But there are hundreds and hundreds of people who are doing that. So... When I get tired, I just look across the room to the other 10 people in the room who are tired, too. But it, it's, it's really an all-hands-on-deck thing. And with, you know the president is working just as hard as you are and that the vice president is coordinating all this activity. Um, it, it's, it's not just humbling. It's impressive. I, I worked in government for many years here in Washington as a younger man. I, uh, this is definitely a younger man's game, Sandy. Yep. Well, I know. Just from the president's timetable, I'm thinking if he does that, if if his work schedule is like that, and they kind of uh, let us in on that, then all of the people who work around him have to be in the same boat. Yeah, and it's true. You know, you can't keep up with this president. I, I've never been able to. I've known him for 30 years. Uh, even just walking across an airport tarmac, you can't keep up with this guy. He has a, a, a need for less sleep than most people do. And I'm really quite impressed with, I mean, I tell you, people talk about, you know, let's say, Donald Trump versus Dr. Fauci. I work with Dr. Fauci every day. In fact, I work on all of his press relations. It's a, it's a difficult thing to accomplish, let me tell you. But I watch as Dr. Fauci, Dr. Redfield from the CDC, Dr. Hahn from the FDA, all these scientists and doctors on the coronavirus task force advise the president and advise the vice president. And those men, they listen. They take the counsel of these scientists. This whole thing is driven by science and data. And just watching the president 
uh, sort through that and then in the end take his own counsel is an experience worth writing about. Well, I want to thank you for one thing. You probably forgot about it already is uh, when the campaign first started in the last election, you got me a MAGA hat right from the campaign. And I want to thank you because I was wearing it one day. And this Native American guy comes up and starts staring at me and banging a drum. And so I, uh, uh, I, I've got a lawsuit against, uh, against a huge newspaper. I think I can be rich soon. Yeah, maybe so. And then, of course, uh, uh, at the end of all of this, that'll change nothing, because those attacks on people will still continue, won't they? <laughs> yes, they will. Michael, we're very proud that one of ours is there in the seat of power doing a good job. Uh, we, we miss you on the air here, uh, but we appreciate, uh, we appreciate your service to the country, Michael. Thank you. Thank you, Sandy, for all you've done for Buffalo and for my family and for me and my career. You're a great, uh, a great guy. And, you know, because I was uh, once in a while uh, 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 standing in you for you, filling in for you, we didn't cross paths a lot because I was at the station when you were off and off on your cruises. I can only hope that in your retirement you spend a lot of it on a boat because I know you enjoy that stuff. And I wish you all the best. Our family is always going to appreciate you. Well, thank you, Michael. Michael Caputo, um, uh, wonderful to have him in the seat of power. He is the Assistant Secretary to HHS uh, Public Relations, so that's very, very nice. And uh, he is he is cute. Not as cute as the women, the other women, but he's cute for a guy. Let's put it that way. Well, it was good to hear Michael again, wasn't it, Tone? Absolutely. <laughs> he contacted me the other day, says, I, I really need to call in and uh, give my best to Sandy, and uh, I'm glad that he was able to do so. He's an interesting guy, too. He's always got... Very interesting things to say, and we no longer have access to him, of course, because he's uh, he's with the government now. Uh, but it was nice to have him. Well, we well we did. He's a lot of fun to hang on with. We had the opportunity oh, to uh, visit yeah. him and his family. Uh, what was it last WBN. winter? We stopped by and uh, had a nice time with uh, with them. Yeah, and and he knows his way around uh, Washington. Let's take a break. On News Radio 930 WBEN. On the line, we have the semi lovely Ken Hamilton. Hello there, Ken. Hey, Sandy. How you, I'm missing you already. <laughs> oh, you're a great guy. I'm, I'm going to miss working, uh, working with you. And I, I, I was thinking the other day when they said that uh, I asked them to check to see if you could come on. And uh, all of the things that I've learned from you, every time you'd come on the show, I'd learn something I didn't know. And that's a good sign. Wow, you know, Sandy, uh, I don't want to miss anything, so I've written up something. It'll take about three minutes, if you don't mind. Sure, go ahead. Uh, and, it, and it touches on not what I might have taught you, because I, I don't remember teaching you anything. I just remember how much fun we have. And just so people know, we didn't make up anything. Everything was just off the cuff. Sandy, you are a nut. I hope that you get help. <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> but after working both of jesse jackson's campaigns of 1984 and 1988 i became disenchanted of how the democratic party had treated him after he had registered more democrats than anyone else previously and they not putting him on the ballot for a vice presidential spot but i stayed with the party through the 1988 dukakis bush primaries i sat down to watch the primaries with the two-liter a container of orange soda and a popcorn bowl of popcorn with the intention of cheering the caucus on. And I loved his first answer to a question, but I found Bush's answer to be equally good. 
It was likewise with the second question as well, but somewhere around the third question, I became more comfortable with Bush's answers and decided to chair for neither. Instead, I would simply open my mind and judge each on the character value of their answers. I turned the television off when the debate was over, and I silently sat there simply stunned. After a few moments of contemplation, I said to myself, oh, my God, I'm a Republican. (laughs) (laughs) Bush's values were clearly more closely in tune to those of my own, and I put a homemade Bush bumper sticker on my car. The Niagara Gazette newspaper got wind of it and came out to my Lafayette Avenue home to do a photo interview on me because I was an anomaly being a black Republican. So I have to remind folks a lot, you know, in your audience that I am, I'm actually a very handsome black guy. <laughs> the black Republican. It soon led me to producing and then hosting WJJL's Voices of the People radio program. It caught Jim Sandinano's attention. And then Niagara Falls chairman, he was then Niagara Falls chairman of the Republican party who signed me up in the party and becoming the treasurer for the group, I became the treasurer for the Republicans, which eventually caught the attention of a DuPont Olin co-worker, Bob Ripley. In turn, Bob Ripley turned me on to Gary McNamara on WBEN. I like Gary, and one day he was asking the question, ironically, particularly given Black Lives Matter that's going on today, why African Americans hyphenated their ethnicity. Gary then launched into how he didn't go around telling everyone that he was an Irish American. I had often called into the WJJL show of my friend Mike Anthony, but I had never caught WBN until McNamara asked the question of why African-Americans hyphenated our ethnicity, explaining to him that it was because our names did not match our African ancestry, whereas it was unnecessary for McNamara to tell people of his ethnicity because it was already abundantly clear in his name. And it, it was with you, Sandy. I did it in a non-hostile and informative way. Now, let me get back for my, my name again. Ken Hamilton would make me Scottish, and you should see me in a kilt. I've got nice <laughs> I called Gary only a few times thereafter, and each time it was pleasant, but too soon. Gary was off to Texas's WBAP radio. Sandy replaced him, and I listened to Sandy for some time, and I honestly don't remember what I first called you about. But it was handled in the same way as I did with McNamara, non-confrontational and and informative. We disagreed, but we weren't disagreeable. After a while, Sandy asked me to hang up the phone, and he took my number. Not to hang up the phone, and he took my number and subsequently asked me to sit in once a week with him. And that's how I spent the last 17 17 or so years on the air. And I thank you for the great years and the lessons therein, most of all. And you see the lessons that you taught me. And most of all, that lesson was find the audience that you could get and then over-serve them. Sandy, I want to tell you, much of what I was able to get done in Niagara Falls over the last 17 years have been in a great part because of me being on your show with you. You've had a bigger impact on the city and on me than you might have imagined. And I wish you and Bernadette all good success. Well, you are very sweet, and uh, that's very heartwarming. Uh, but I have a question to ask. Have you, have you filled out your uh, entry blank to the wedding yet and sent it in? Not yet. You know, and it's interesting that you asked me that because I, I had to ask you a question about that. Well, ask away. I mean, you are invited. We, uh, it wouldn't be the same without you, so I hope you're coming. Well, yeah, yo, God, yeah, I'm going to be there. I mean, if I have to catch a flight to be there, I'll be there. But um, I'm not dating right now. But here's what I thought. 
<laughs> we don't have an optional man or woman to just plug in. But what, what what's the question? But I'm a man. What are you talking about? <laughs> I can I can we can seat you anywhere you want. We can seat you next to a gorgeous woman. We can seat you next to the kitchen. Uh, we can, <laughs> wherever you want to sit, man. Uh, the bathroom. Uh, we, we're we're very flexible on this. Hey, I am not sitting in the bathroom next to a man. <laughs> It wouldn't be the same because uh, you are a very personable person, and uh, there's going to be a lot of people here who are also personable, so I'm counting on you to keep the room up. Well, I don't know if I could do that with you and, and Dan never stand there. Nobody would even notice me. Cause... <laughs> no, they will, and they ask about you all the time. <laughs> but here's my question to you, Sandy, and here's what I'm thinking. I'm a person who likes to share. I, I really like to share whatever I have. I like to share that. Oh, that sounds interesting. I have an I have a, I have an opportunity to go to your wedding that many people just will not. Many of your listeners just will not have that same opportunity. So what I'm thinking about doing is putting on Facebook, asking the ladies which one want to accompany me. Oh, pick one out of the crowd and let them. You know, let one of them meet the great Sandy Beach and his wonderful bride. Well, I'm sure your taste would uh, your taste would be appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what let's see what happens. I won't be tasting them at the wedding. I'll be with the cake and everything else. But oh, you mean my personal taste? I'm, I'm... Yeah, personal taste. Yeah, a taste of Ken. <laughs> You've heard of a taste of buffalo? We have a taste of Chictawaga. This would be a taste of Ken. And, and I'm wondering if that's okay with you. Yes, it's okay with me. Of course it's okay with me. Just send it in and make the, uh, make the notation. All right. Very, very, very good. Because well, we'll i got to run now, but we'll look forward to seeing you at the wedding. It's not that far away. Very good. And I do want to share others with you because you're great. You have been- well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, on my wedding day, I don't think I'm into sharing, but thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Thanks, Ken. All right, goodbye. Great guy. All right, let me see. I think it's time to go on News Radio 930 WBN. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 